ट so what we are seeing here is arjuna is submitting to lord krishna as a disciple krishna begins his teachings and uh, by explaining the fundamental decision between a material body which is temporary and a spirit soul the existence of the spirit soul which is eternal krishna goes into transmigration the nature of selfless service and the characteristics of a self realized person so uh, thakur bhakti vinod an important vaishnava acharya has said that uh, uh, any student reading the bhagavad gita should consider chapter 2 as like a summary study of the entire contents so with your permission i'll begin with uh, chanting text number 1 chapter 2 sanjaya uvacha tam tatha kripaya vishtam अश्रूपूर्णाकुलेक्षण here is somebody full of compassion he was lamenting in the first chapter he has tears in his eyes isn't he a nice person isn't he somebody who's going to take a decision based on uh concern for other social welfare so these are some of the topics which uh, i would really like that we should highlight in our discussion first line material compassion lamentation and tears are all signs of ignorance of the real self who we say why why pick on arjun so i will leave you with this one thing which you really wanted to discuss compassion for the eternal soul is self realization over to you prabhu hari krishna so once again welcome everyone i'm personally very excited because now the actual stuff begins prior to this there were a lot of melodrama was going on uh now here krishna will get to speak but before that uh just one interesting thing which i felt uh, probably worthy to be brought to the attention so here this was spoken by sanjay and we concluded last time saying that dhritarashtra is in almost in a state of ecstasy he is at the edge of the seat uh you know just about to topple down with joy knowing the fact that arjuna decided to walk away but here sanjaya spoils the day for the rashtra by using the word madhusudana hmm the rashtra don't leave your seat anyways you have to leave it afterwards till the time the war goes on hang on to it because the war is not going to end krishna madhusudana the killer 
of the demon Madhu is there, which means he's going to destroy the doubts which have arisen in the mind of Arjuna. So that was pretty interesting. A smart move by Sanjaya <laughs> just to allow Fitrashtra to continue the rest of the, uh, rest of the Bhagavad Gita. Now, here's something very interesting, which I would like to discuss with Zide Shamananda Prabhu, uh, for my understanding and for the understanding of the audience. Before we get into it, I would like to kind of uh, uh, maybe make a point about two worldviews or the mindset. Let call, let, let's call one is a Vedic viewpoint or the worldview, which is largely based on the Vedic science, like which is presented in Bhagavad Gita where the fundamental understanding of life is, I'm not the body, but soul. Hmm. doesn't mean that I don't care for the body. I do care for the body, but I do not ignore the needs of the self, which means the soul. So along with taking care of the body, we also take care of the needs of the soul. So there are two things which are happening parallelly. And there is a today's worldview, which has been largely presented by the analytical study of the world with the means of the instruments and measurements and that has given an understanding that there's only a body, nothing beyond that. There is only one life and there's nothing beyond it. So today in today's society, we are encouraged largely to just look for the needs of the body. And we look everything around in this world from the perspective of how can I sustain, maintain and protect this body. So while defining these two worldviews, let's call one as Vedic view, or other call as modern view. Now, let's have a discussion where I would like to raise a question to Vishnu Can you please define compassion for these two worldviews? What does a compassion look like or mean for these two worldviews? Okay, let us take uh, the word you use, so-called modern. Sometimes people may jump on us and say, hey, you are using modern equipment. This equipment is done on a, this podcast is done on a modern equipment. You are using every bit of modern technology science just to offer, and you have the gumption to deride it, to criticize it. So, dear friends, viewers, audience, listeners, the, the aim is not to dismantle everything modern. The aim is to take a realistic view of life according to the lenses provided by the Bhagavad Gita. So, compassion for the dress of a drowning man that is senseless. A person is drowning, save me, save me. His wife, his kids, his friends are all shouting, shrieking. So here comes the, those guys, what are they called? They are on the beaches, lifeguards. So this lifeguard goes, jumps in the ocean, and since it's a turbulent ocean, not much can be seen as to what's happening. And after half an hour, this man comes with a look of triumph on his face that, uh, lady, I couldn't save your husband, but at least the coat is with me. And I could see that, you know, you're from a very rich background. So this coat, coat must have been quite expensive. So here is the next best thing. Now, will the family be satisfied with the expensive coat being saved? No. A person falling in the ocean of Nishayan, similarly, avidya cannot be saved by rescuing the outward dress, which is the gross material body. Now, why do 
Why do people cringe at the thought of, I am not the body? Then who am I then? In fact, the early followers of Swami Prabhupada in New York, when they heard him repeating it again and again, I am not the body, I am not the body. So one early disciple, who is now a leader in the movement, he said, maybe he is so evolved that he is not his body. So he went and said, Swamiji, you know, I'm really appreciative of the fact that you're not your body. He says, no, I'm teaching you that even you are not the body. So one person asked the question, if I am not my body, then whose body I am? <laughs> so humor apart, Prabhupada was invited in MIT, one of the holiest of the holies, the sanctum sanctorum of scientific research. And he offered a small query. Where is a scientific department which understands the difference between the body and the owner of the body? And uh, he said, it doesn't exist. So, you were asking about the difference between the two worldviews. So, one is where even if the dress is torn, the dress is damaged, or somebody loses his coat, we save the person, that is real compassion. So that is Bhagavad Gita's view. You know something? This is my last point. In general parlance, anywhere in the world, so I have not studied Aboriginal languages, which don't have any script, but almost every language they use words like, and they don't have the, the Gita is not there in all cultures. My uncle passed away. So and so departed. Such and such person is no more. You may say, I'm, I'm, I'm in the hospital. I'm seeing this person lying in, in the bed. And the doctor is saying, shaking his head, he's no more. Why no more? He's there. Oh, that's his body. Then who is no more? Who is that person who departed? Who is the one who left? Was that the real uncle? Was that the real father? So, subconsciously we talk the Gita's language, but because there is no proper culture of training and education, although we may be seeing that, we don't realize. So this compassion, which is based on just seeing a person as black, yellow, white, intelligent, dull, rich, poor, is based on the avidya concept where there is no understanding of the soul. And therefore, poverty alleviation, training and education, society, culture, uh, crime, morality, values, attitudes, all of these, like a quadratic equation, there is a small error in the first step. And every subsequent step you take simply compounds the error. So to summarize, compassion based on Bhagavad Gita can actually save a person. Mm -hmm. Compassion based on no understanding of the Gita's uh, concepts of the soul will leave the person frustrated. You might feel that I have done so much. I don't get any reciprocation. I have done so much, but I don't feel happy about doing it. So all these social welfare schemes and 
my last point somebody having cirrhosis of liver and that guy is demanding a small peg just give me a little bit of alcohol giving alcohol is compassion he will he will agree of course but won't that aggravate the problem so the doctors the relatives they might condemn the person doing that act of compassion that he lost his sense but idiot you are a sane person you should not have done it these are some thoughts on the dichotomy of compassion based on understanding the body as a self and the soul as a self um if i can just raise another point here somebody may raise a question uh is a compassion only shown on the platform body is it not complete or the compassion need to be shown on the platforms of the soul in other words what i meant to say or what i feel on the subject matter as we will see through the pages of avadita also there are a lot of chances of being biased when we see on the platform body because uh, when we look at the platform that you know and this body body means it belongs to the strength it belongs to the religion or the faith then but naturally we divide the society as you were making point black yellow green what not there are all kind of discrimination arising because of bodily identification and when there is a discrimination arising because of bodily identifications then also the compassion would get divided and often people like to give show compassion to the people belonging to their own race to their own nationality to their own religion however it is not limited when they are showing compassion on the platform soul because soul's nature is eternal and there's no discrimination at the level of soul we'll see that again ahead in the future but uh, one of the really wonderful verses uh, which krishna speaks in the fifth chapter vidya vinaya sampane dhamini gavihasani sunichayava sapakecha pandita samadashana here krishna is talking about uh, equality not only on the level of human beings in fact on the level of animals in fact equality across species there is no discrimination discrimination or distinction so now as the subject matter builds up uh, there would be these two viewpoints which will be bringing again and again and just to help us understand what is the right way of looking and what is the right way of living our life so that's the point here on compassion uh, so what i understand proji as you concluded that compassion on the platform body is limited is not complete because we're just share, uh, saving the half of the truth but whereas compassion shown on the platform soul is a real compassion because that's what we are is it correct concluded with oh yeah like one college boy uh, many years ago was saying so you mean to say you gita people would you like to neglect the body because we are not the body so no let's not be digital either one or nil correct like without the training and without the culture focusing only on the body and a half baked knowledge about the bhagavad gita and it's okay neglect the body torture the body let the body die self denial no nowhere in the gita or the mahabharata or the bhagavat is it recommended that one should uh, one should totally neglect all bodily demands see you have a car and you have a driver 
and let's say you engage the car as well as the driver in going from commuting from your house to the office or whatever. So you have your needs, your car is your vehicle, and you have a driver. Now you can't say that let the car take some petrol and give about two liters to the driver also. No. Or you give a full plate of prasad to the the full plate of lunch to the driver and keep three plates in the gas tank. They have both their distinct needs. So just like my body, your body, it needs attention. It needs preventive as well as breakdown maintenance, both of it. So once one understands that I am the soul and I have a body, I need to maintain both of them properly. They both have their distinct needs. But when I see something in my bathroom mirror and I say, this is me, the body, then I have a very wrongly focused life where a personal insult is seen as somebody insulted me. Like somebody may pass a remark on my clothes. They haven't passed a remark on me, but my clothes and my clothes can change. So, friends, a whole new vista opens, a life of unlimited possibilities. In one sense, we are not laughing at Arjuna for crying, but we are happy in one sense that he lamented and Krishna used this uh, reason to bring out and open a whole new vista of spiritual knowledge. So I would like to conclude my points by saying that somebody who laments for the outward dress is described by the Bhagavad Gita as somebody who laments unnecessarily. Arjun as a warrior, administrator and a Kshatriya, his conduct was not expected from him. But because he has come to Krishna, Krishna can dissipate the lamentation of the ignorant person. And therefore, this Gita was sung by him. So, there's a lot of analytical study about the body and the soul as, as we'll have a series of verses which make it so clear as to what is the body and what is the soul. It's a very exciting theme which we'll be uh, touching upon in the next uh, say two dozen or so verses, right up to 2.28 to 2.30 or something. So that's all from me. So we are about to start an exciting journey. Father, the Supreme Father is said to be all compassionate. So let's see how his compassion unfolds. And we'll be surprised the definition of compassion as we're going to see ahead, what exactly it is. Our view, viewpoint of compassion is often uh, tailored with somebody has been protected, fed enough, etc., etc. But let's see what compassion unfolds here. As you, as you rightly said, Prabhu, that uh, Dhritarashtra in the beginning was very happy to hear of Arjuna's, I will not fight, let them kill me, I'll be unarmed, and I'm leaving everything. And he said, whoa, if without a fight, he's handing over the whole kingdom on a platter, I'll be very happy. So his sons could be victorious. But the first words were, Krishna has started to speak, is slowly going to dispel Dhritarashtra's happiness forever. 
हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण